the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bringing liberty and truth. This is the new Freedom 1570. KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. A Navy hospital ship is now in New York Harbor to help relieve the coronavirus crisis gripping New York City's hospitals. The USNS Comfort has 1,000 beds and 12 operating rooms and could be up and running within 24 hours. President Trump extending the voluntary national coronavirus shutdown for a month and bracing the nation for a grim death toll. We will be extending our guidelines to April 30th. At a White House news conference, President Trump said it was scientific models showing the potential death toll from COVID-19 that convinced him to extend the guidelines. Dr. Deborah Burks is the White House Coronavirus Response Coordinator. Between 80,000 and 160,000, maybe even potentially 200,000 people succumbing to this. That's with mitigation. The president says the country just can't take the chance of a worst-case scenario. Ben Thomas, Washington. Spain has become the third country to surpass China in coronavirus infections after the U.S. and Italy. Despite only having a population of 47 million to China's 1.4 billion, Spain's tally of infections reached 85,195 on Monday, a rise of 8% from the previous day. Also at townhall.com, more Americans signed on to the dotted line last month. They signed contracts to buy homes. The National Association of Realtors says its pending home sales index, a measure of the number of purchase contracts signed, rose 2.4% in February from January. Lower mortgage rates have been enticing more people to buy houses, such that pending sales climbed 9.4% over the past 12 months. Rich Thomason reporting. Stocks higher led by healthcare companies announcing developments that could aid in the coronavirus outbreak. The Dow had 444 points and the Nasdaq is up 193. More on these stories at townhall.com. At Harry's, we work day and night to make shaving enjoyable. We think we've got it down to a science, actually. It starts with the most important stuff, our five-blade cartridges. They're strong, sharp, and made in our world-class German factory. Our craftsmen are a meticulous bunch. They're obsessed with quality, which is why we offer a 100% money-back guarantee. As for the handle, it's grippy and weighted for extra control, even when wet. Lastly, we have this whole no-ripping-people-off policy, which means we keep our prices fair every day. Take our blades. They cost as little as $2 each, because we think more money in your pocket is as enjoyable as it gets. When you're ready to start shaving the enjoyable way, Get your Harry starter set. It includes a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and travel cover, all for just $3. Free shipping included. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388 at checkout. Harry's, engineered for enjoyment. Like It Matters Radio next here on Freedom 1570. I'm Lee Michaels. Reminder, you know, about 78% of businesses uh, still open. If you need to go get gas, go to the grocery store, the pharmacy, the bank, hardware store, auto parts store, for the most part, uh, some may be closed, but for the most part open. You just call ahead as my recommendation. As uh, We'll get through this together. All the latest information at our COVID-19 page, too, at freedom1570.com. For today, some sunshine and a high in the upper 50s. This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities. During times of crisis, this radio station will continue to be a reliable source of news and information. We take this very seriously and ask that you continue to stand behind not only our station by listening every day, but by continuing to do business with our local marketing partners. It's because of their support that we can be a beacon of strength when our culture needs it the most. Visit this station's website to learn more or call us at 651-405-8800. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Paul Bunyan, plumbing and drain. 
Legends. Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Whoever said an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure might have been dealing with a clogged drain line. Call Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains now for a complete line checkup. Paul Bunyan will use their camera to see exactly what's going on. They'll clean the main line for $175 or a secondary line for just $125 with no trip charge. Certain restrictions apply. For details, visit heypaul.com. She can help you navigate rush hour traffic and update your shopping list. But most impressive of all, she knows where to find liberty and truth. Just ask Alexa to play Freedom Radio Minneapolis. Ringing Liberty and Truth. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. Welcome to the new world order, huh? Boy, a lot of us are uh, sheltering at home. A lot of us are in self-quarantine. We're told to self-distance. We're told to do a lot of things. But boy, uh, you know, I I hope this is not the new norm, right? Or the, the new, if you will. Because I remember September 10th, 2001, how things were. And then September 11, 2001, everything changed. And so, uh, you know, I pray that there's nothing nefarious going on, uh, you know, in the bigger picture here. Uh, because we all know the, the saying, you never let a crisis go to waste. And uh, uh, once we give up freedoms, uh, a lot of times we don't get those back. So uh, let's keep focused on those things we can control. Uh, and let's not get wrapped up in worry, fear, and doubt. Matter of fact, that's what we're going to talk about today. Today's show is called Clean Up the Environment. Clean up the environment. Remember, in the show, we deal with a lot of sciences. You know, I do a lot. I have a lot of disciplines: transactional analysis, neuro linguistic programming, uh, multiple intelligences, logotherapy. Uh, you know, the Bible is my biggest focus. Uh, canine constant, never-ending improvement. Emotional intelligence, uh, epigenetics, and in the study of epigenetics, uh, Dr. Caroline Lee has done a lot of work. Uh, Bruce Lipton, many people out there. And, and basically, and I get this from the book um, Biology Believed by Bruce Lipton, years ago, bestseller. He says, uh, everything that we thought about what drove a cell. And if you don't know, the cell are the microcosms that make us, uh, uh, us up. Uh, we are a whole bunch of cells. And in the book, he says we are 300 trillion cells. That's basically what's in this body, give or take a million. 300 trillion cells. And I got that number from the book Biology Believed. And Dr. Bruce Lipton says that uh, we used to believe uh, and a lot of people still do, that the nucleus uh, is the driving force of the cell. You know, it's the brains of the cell, if you will. Uh, and uh, he said, well, we've been wrong. He said, after further review, he said it is the cell membrane, the cell membrane that actually directs us, drives us. And so in that, that's where the quote comes from. In that book, he says, technically, we are a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. And so the environment's important. And yet, if you look at the, the uh, logical levels, I talk about this all the time in NLP, uh, the logical levels for, for up until 2003 or 2004, I think it was, there were five logical levels. And this is Dr., um, uh, what is his name? Um, Robert Diltz, Robert Diltz, D-I-L-T-S. Dr. Robert Diltz, uh, Diltz work with um, Gregory Bateson. And Gregory Bateson uh, wrote a book, I think it was the 70s, maybe 80s, uh, called Ecology of Mind. Uh, and he breaks down the human experience logically. And so from that, they basically created these what were called logical levels. Uh, and these uh, go from the bottom up, their environment, behavior, capabilities, belief system and values and identity. And for the longest time, for a good 30 years, there was the five of them. And why does it matter? Because uh, these are levels of meaning, levels of belief systems. Uh, and I'm not going to go through the depth of that in this show. I've done it many times. And I'll be talking about it many times in the future. But you can always go to likeitmattersradio.com and probably look up a show called Logical Levels or Neurological Levels. You'll find it. I talk about it on a regular basis. Um, but 
after about 2003, 2004, they realize that there's something above man, and whether you call it God or not, uh, it's called spirit, your bigger connection to the universe. And why this matters is because it's a lot easier to change the things on the bottom than the things on the top. You know, you could take an alcoholic out of a bar. You change their environment the lowest level. They're still an alcoholic. And so change takes place from the top down. And Einstein said you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. And so if I want to deal with my capabilities, I must go to the level above it, which is BS, belief system and values. Uh, if I want to deal with my behavior, then I need to go to the level above it because change takes place from the top down. It's trickle down. So I would then want to deal with my capabilities, which would affect my behavior. And this is the reason why I think they added spirit, because most people in NLP, hardcore NLP, are, they don't believe in God. They're atheists or agnostic, uh, because NLP is all about quantification. You know, how do you know? And so I think this is why they added the level spirit uh, into, you know, to us, we know it's God. To those of us who are Christians, we know it's the God of the Bible. To those who are part of the faith of Islam, uh, they believe it's the Quran. Uh, you know, so uh, it's just interesting. But why do I bring all this up? Because it could be said then, based on that, since environment's at the bottom, and it's a lot easier to change the bottom. See, it's a lot easier to change uh, what you do than who you are. See, your behavior is second one from the bottom, but your identity is second from the top. And that's where the HR 101 comes in. You know, HR 101 is you criticize the behavior, not the person. Why? Because it's a lot easier to change who you are. I'm sorry, it's a lot easier to change what you do than who you are. That's why we got to be aware of the programming piece of, of authority figures. Parents, we program our kids. So every time they do something wrong, if we attach it to their identity, uh, we have scarred them for life. I use the example, let's say my son Christian or Benaya. Let's say Benaya, he's five years old. My little boy, Benaya. Let's say he lies to me. And then I say, Benaya, you're a liar. See, what I did is I took a piece of behavior and I attached it to his identity. Why does that matter? Because one, it's a lot harder to change who we are than what we do. But number two, we are self-fulfilling creatures. So we act as if we think we are. So if we think we're a waste, we act as if we're a waste. If we think we're a liar, we act as if we're a liar. If we think we're a mistake, we act as if we're a mistake. Because one thing I learned studying the unconscious brain, which runs the ship in all of us, is that it, it acts as if. It doesn't differentiate between Hollywood and reality. It doesn't differentiate between an emotional outburst and a thought-out comment. Now, your conscious mind might, but I'd suggest there it doesn't most of the time either. But your unconscious mind doesn't. And so I want to make sure you don't take from that that your environment's not important. You know, Dr. Uh, Albert Marubian talks about uh, communication. He specifically talks about communication in agreement gaining presentation. In other words, you want to sell something, present something. And he says that of that, 7% comes down to verb. I mean, the words, the verbalization. 93% is everything else. You know, it's tonality, it's timber, it's tempo, uh, it's gestures, it's the emotion, uh, it's the way you move when you talk about those words. All those other things that people can see, people can hear sans words, minus the words, uh, that gives people a, a, a more of a meaning uh, by, than what the words you're actually saying. Now, some people can extrapolate from that that words aren't important. And that is the farthest thing from the truth. Uh, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Jesus Christ himself was the word of God, right? That's what John says, John 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And later on it says, and the word dwelt among us, walked among us. They're talking about Jesus the Christ. And so words are important. The right word at the right time will change someone's life. Uh, and the wrong word at the right time, if someone allows it, will destroy them. And so just like t based on Albert Marab or Marubian, I'm not sure if it's Marabian or Marubian's work, uh, that 7% of agreement gaining presentations are words, does not infer or imply uh, that words are not important because words are programming. And some of you listening to the show right now are still dealing with trauma and drama from a bad word that you got at the right time years ago and it's, you still struggle with it. And so just like you cannot extrapolate that words aren't important from Marubian's work, Please do not uh, come up with a false belief system. Uh, that environment doesn't matter uh, just because it's at the bottom of the, of the logical levels. Environment is critical. And that's why today we want to talk about 
cleaning up the environment. Because the ultimate environment that we live in is between our ears. It is the head and heart. Uh, It's the gap. Uh, We have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Depression is caused by what goes on in our head, how we explain things to ourselves. What is the narrative? And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to suggest that it's time to clean up the environment. No, we're not saving the planet. We're saving your psyche. We're saving your ability uh, to impact people. We're saving uh, so many things that in the five seconds before break, I can't even expound on. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Don't you love that feeling when you've just nailed your look? When someone you barely even know comes up to you and says, Oh, I love that outfit. Where did you get it? That's how it feels to use Stitch Fix. They're a personal styling service. Tell them what you love, and they send great clothes for you to try on at home. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands you love and the looks that make you feel great. Stitch Fix is convenient. Get everything delivered right to you. So you can try on new styles in the comfort of your own home. Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to fit your budget. There's no subscription required, ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you started nailing your look? Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, personal styling for women, men, and kids. Stitch Fix. Personal styling for everybody. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, uh, we're talking about cleaning up the environment. No, you're on self-quarantine. No, you're uh, you're, uh, supposed to stay inside. I'm not telling you to go outside and pick up trash. See, there are lots of environments we live in. But what we need to make sure is we're cleaning up the right environment. This is not the time, Kronos, to go outside. This is not the time to save the planet. This is not the time, again, Kairos, this is not the time to go out and pick up trash because we're dealing with COVID-19 and we're being responsible citizens and so we're not out and about so that we don't infect other people who have lower immune systems than us. It's called being responsible. It's called sacrifice. It's called love. 
There is no greater love than for one to give up their life. And we're, we're not being asked to give up our life, but we are being asked uh, is to think of other people. And our immune systems might be nice and fine, but other people might have compromised immune systems. And when there's a compromisation in the immune system, then things that our body normally fights, and we don't even know we got them, uh, then kill us, right? And so here's this word environment, lots of different meanings. Remember, many words have many different mean- meanings. Uh, matter of fact, we're going to go into words today called homophones. I know whenever you say homo, it sounds weird because of the world we live in, right? But homo is just the same. Uh, that's all it means. Uh, it means the same. That's what it means. Uh, so what environment are we talk about? So here's the definition of environment. Because environment is not the word of today. The word of today is peace. Peace is the word of the day. Because really, that's what we all need. You know, as a leader, we're all hope peddlers, right? We're supposed to, our number one commodity is hope. But can I suggest that with hope comes peace? And the reason that people want hope, to want to lift their eyes up off the ground, because they want peace, peace of the world, peace with God, peace with themselves. A lot of people need to self-medicate because they don't have internal peace. Uh, whether they share their bed with anybody else or not. They don't like the company they keep in the quietness of their mind. And, and so we need to understand when I'm talking about environment, I'm talking not, not talking about the planet uh, because, uh, you know, Revelation is pretty clear, the book of Revelation, what happens. I think it's the 19th chapter in Revelation. You'll find out what happens to the planet. We should be good stewards. Uh, but if you're a Christian, I'm not sure what you're saving the planet from. Because uh, God says what's going to happen to this planet is pretty clear. It's going to melt. The elements are going to melt. So, anyways, under environment, here's the definition. Number one, the aggregate of surrounding things, conditions, or influence. Surroundings, milieu, love that word, milieu surroundings, especially of a social or cultural nation. Uh, number two, the social and cultural forces that shape the life of a person or population. Number three, the surroundings or conditioning in which a person, animal, or plant lives or operates. And that's really what I function I want to focus on today is that's the environment we need to clean up. The ultimate environment is the one in our head. And yet that word environment is so funny because another word I've been talking about a lot and it's not the word of the day. It's just I love words. Words are programming. I'm an etymologist by trade, right? Meanings of words and how to use them. Uh, makes you feel confident. It makes you be able to express yourself better. Uh, you should learn a new word every day. It's just good to use words. And so remember, uh, I don't know if you saw a couple of years ago, you started seeing a lot because everybody's wrapped up in saving the environment, you know, but yet we'll, we'll run out of toilet paper, which is made out of paper, but we're saving the environment, right? We're flushing a lot of paper down the toilet, right? And so this thing uh, on emails, you know, you see this a lot on emails. It's a uh, uh, think before printing, right? And I actually looked this up about saving the environment. There's actually thinkbeforeprinting.org. Uh, and it was actually put together by Ink Factory, believe it or not. They started it. Uh, and it was all this about, you know, people worried about people are printing too many emails. You know, people always want to f- tell everybody else what to do. Uh, and so this whole thing, I was reading it about uh, all these things you can do, copy and paste this HTML code on your email signature. Option two, add the message to your email signature manually following these instructions. And each one of these options has like seven to ten steps in it. This is not an easy thing. Option three, download this graphic and use it instead. You know, uh, Three easy ways to get the message in your email signature. Choose which you prefer. And then I was going through the internet, because the internet's good for a lot more than just porn and figuring out how to kill people. By the way, that's just a lot of people, I'm just being honest, they search that. The number uh, one use of the internet uh, is for porn. One out of every three internet searches is for porn. Uh, Google did a research, and from 12 midnight to 3 a.m., the three most Google subjects, you ready for this, are suicide, depression, and porn. And so when people think no one else is looking, uh, they're reading on their depression, they're looking into suicide, uh, and they're looking at porn. Uh, boy, you can tell a man's religion in time of despair. Uh, when people are at their low point, when people are in survival mode, uh, you, you see what's really important to them. Uh, that's like the number one commodity that's out is toilet paper. I think it's a sad statement, but a very profound statement about the world we live in and people, that everybody's worried about covering their own butt. You know, CYA, cover your butt, right? That's what it means, A for B. You got my point, right? Uh, 
And so uh, it's just interesting. There's a lot of things, you know, as I learn more about people, a lot of it's not impressive. It's amazing that any two of us uh, could ever uh, get along and spend a lifetime together, right? And so once you understand how broken we are, how flawed we are, you know what that does? It brings grace and mercy. Uh, That's where the saying, there but by the grace of God, there go I. Uh, That's why I follow the God of the Bible, Jesus Christ, because I can't be good enough. I stopped wanting to be good enough a long time ago. Because anybody who's a true follower of Jesus Christ knows that you can't be good enough for God. Uh, Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. A religion is man's attempt to be good enough for God. And once you realize you can't be good enough for God, there's no works that you can do uh, that will get God's approval. Uh, It's only by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. When Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he cried out to God the Father, God, please, if there's any other way, please, I don't want to go to the cross. I don't want to drink from this cup. Any other way to do what? Someone needs to ask that. The other, any other way to reconcile mankind, uh, you know, in the Garden of Eden, Genesis 3, uh, we separate from God. The Jews, God's own people, crucified his son, the Messiah, the one that they've been waiting on. They crucified him. Uh, and so uh, uh, is there any other way to do what? Reconcile a fallen man to a holy God. And God said no. And so if there was any other way, Christ would have died on the cross. And so anyways, you just need to understand uh, what words mean and how we work them. And so when I was looking up this, uh, you know, consider the environment before printing this email, it was interesting because I found this thing called AboveTheLaw.com. And this guy says how much paper and time this is costing people. It's a, a Pyrrhic victory, right? Pyrrhic victory is a victory that's not worth winning because so much is lost to achieve it. So in the process of wanting to save the environment by this whole movement, it's actually costlier. Most people don't realize this, but the Internet accounts for a good deal of the pollution in the world. In a 2011 article, which is likely a clear underestimation of 2014 numbers, cleantechnica.com reported that at that time, There are about 50,000 data centers in the world, and each use 10 megawatts of energy a month. That's the same amount a small town uses for each data center. In 2012, Mashable reported that there are approximately 145 billion emails sent a day. Of that number, about 90 billion are business emails. So I created a Word document of just some gibberish to simulate the typical email I get and saved it to my desktop. Then I pasted that disclaimer into the file and saved that to my desktop as a different file. I compared the file size of the two and this is what I got. That disclaimer creates 0.3 kilobyte file size difference. Now if every business email had that at the bottom, that would be 27, uh, what was that, trillion, 27 trillion kilobytes a day of data or 20,000 gigabytes of useless data being added every day to the internet storage servers. That would be almost 10 million gigs of data a year of people putting themselves on the back for proclaiming their greenness. Wow. This data lives in server rooms where servers are kept on constantly. Only about half of the electricity cost of server data centers goes towards running the servers. The other half is keeping the always-on servers cool so that the plastic Ethernet connectors do not overheat. See, that's where the word Pyrrhic victory comes from. And this is my concern with this whole pandemic. Because isolation is a big trigger. Feelings of suicide are amplified amid a pandemic. People are feeling lonely. People are feeling isolated. People are scared. People are, are panicking. And because of all this hate out there, because of that's why you got to control your environment. You got to clean up your environment. What you're watching, turn off CNN, turn on, off MSNBC. It's the same old song. Trump is evil. Trump is bad. Trump is going to destroy the world. Trump is a Russian agent. Trump, I mean, enough already. Okay, I get it. You don't like Trump. But are you going to destroy your environment? And all that bitterness, all that resentment, all those lies that you listen to over and over and over, you're going to take it out on those kids that you're sharing your home with. Uh, uh, child abuse is going through the roof at this time. So you got to be care of the Pyrrhic victory. A Pyrrhic victory is a victory that is not worth winning because so much is lost to achieve it. A Pyrrhic victory is a victory or goal achieved at too great a cost. 
The term refers to the victory of King Pyrrhus of Epirus over the Romans at Asculum in 279 BC in his first major battle between the Greeks and the Romans. Pyrrhus lost his best officers and many of his troops. Ever since then, the term Pyrrhic victory has been a victory so costly that counts as a defeat. And ladies and gentlemen, we've got to watch this Pyrrhic victory. What good is it? If we are healthy, we don't get this, uh, you know, COVID-19 virus, but we kill ourselves because we have no money now. We've lost our home. Uh, The economy shot. It'll take us 20 years to recover the economy. That's why President Trump believes that we should open back up the economy after Easter. It's not that he doesn't care about people. He does care about people. We don't want a Pyrrhic victory. So after the break, we're going to go on the topic, clean up your environment, which is your thinking. Be right back. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the, the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker, at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. With a worldwide pandemic and stock markets plummeting, now is the time to listen to a voice of reason. No fear-mongering or speculation, just straightforward talk about how to retire during unprecedented times. Get it right here Saturday afternoons at 3 and Sunday afternoons at 1 on the Sheila Franks Financial Hour. Or call Sheila today at 763-545-5555. Investment advisory services offered through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Top-tier hosts, challenging callers, and thoughtful discussion is just a tap away with our free app. Simply search for Freedom 1570 in the App Store, and in moments, you'll hear the best in talk radio. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about cleaning up the environment. And no, we're not talking about going green. No, we're not talking about going outside. We're talking about cleaning up the ultimate environment that we have is that is what goes on between our heads and our hearts. Uh, it's the conversation in our head. It's that space that no one really knows where it is or what it looks like, but it is called our thoughts. 
We have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And our thinking dictates so much about our life. Uh, what we repeat over and over, what we say to ourselves, how we respond. Uh, man, that is the key to life. And yet so many people are unaware it's going on. And so the environment I'm talking about is your thought process, your thinking. There are five portals of entry into our experience. What we're watching, what we're listening to, where we go and what we're feeling, uh, what we eat and what we smell. Those five things, every single memory you have are stored in the senses. That's how our memories are, are codified as experiences. It's through the senses. And so I want you to understand that we got to be careful. Uh, that that we we uh, have this victory over this coronavirus, a, a, a radical flu bug. That's what it is. Seventy thousand people in a bad year die in America from the flu. Look it up. Thirty five hundred people a month die from automobile accidents in America alone. Uh, there have been ten times as many people uh, that have died in this country so far this year from uh, automobile accidents than from coronavirus. And again, I'm not saying this is not real. I'm saying that we've taken something that's real uh, and we made it something that's massive. And and it's shutting down our economy. It's shutting down our relationships. Uh, it, it's uh, it's just, and we got to be careful. Remember, be prepared, but don't be scared. But you got the media that wants to destroy Donald Trump at any at any reason for anything, everything. And so now this is why I believe in America. This is getting so much negative press, so much uh, because, again, you have a media and the Democratic Party, they're the same thing, that want to get their power back because it's all about power. Because he who has the power controls the purse strings. And we know that comes down to when people uh, are scared, when people are in survival mode, they want stuff. And then so whoever has the stuff to give that stuff controls people. And so we got to be careful of Pyrrhic victories. We've got to be safe. Uh, we got to be prepared. But don't be scared. And so remember the Pyrrhic victory is a victory that is offset by staggering losses in a victory in which the victor's losses are as great as those that were defeated. Uh, it's the same thing. It's the San Joaquin Valley, right? We got all these environmentalist liberals that uh, it's this little fish. Uh, what was this little fish? It's, a, it's not a moil. It's a, a little smelt, delta smelt. That's what they are. And basically, they shut down all water to almost fertile uh, regions in the world. The San Joaquin Valley is one of the most fertile valleys in the world where so much is grown. And for this little smelt, this little fish, this little translucent fish that's uh, about the size of your little finger, I've been told, a big one, uh, because they were, some of them were getting sucked into pumps. And so the pumps were being pushed out water to the farmers. And so to save this little fish, uh, then we starve all these farmers. We drive farms out so we can't feed our people. We can't pay farmers. We can't pay immigrants who come here to do jobs that Americans won't do, like pick fruits and vegetables, because all the little fish. That's why you need to go back to the book of Genesis. And, and man has dominion, power, authority over this, uh, the things of this earth. We should be good stewards. Uh, because it's all God's creation. We need to take care of other people's stuff. If you're taking care of someone else's home, you treat it differently, you treat it better. And so we are taking care of God's planet. It's God's planet, although he gave us dominion over it. And so we want to be responsible. But see, there's a Pyrrhic victory. So now the little uh, smelt, right, the delta smelt is is saved. But at how many costs of how many human lives, how many the cost of how many human jobs, the cost of, of so much, and I would call that, a Pyrrhic victory. And we got to be careful. We want to isolate. We want to do the right things. But I got this article at USA Today on the 24th. It says isolation is a big trigger. Feelings of suicide are amplified amid a pandemic. See, everything feels fragile, uh, the uh, article says, people especially. Uh, and it talks about the spreading of the coronavirus and how many people uh, have been affected as of last Monday. But it says long-term health problems are also starting to be affected. He says others will be frayed by the havoc, loneliness, and financial insecurity caused by the disease. The data on past outbreaks and suicide is conflicting. But suicide prevention experts say it's reasonable to expect the current pandemic will lead to increased suicide risk for certain populations. 
Social distancing and quarantines may trigger those currently dealing with suicidal thoughts. And research shows that social and economic fallout from the pandemic may amplify the risk for people well after the outbreak has ended. Why? Because depending on how long we give people off and make them stay home, uh, the economy is going to take longer to recover. People are going to take longer to dig out of their holes. People are going to be two, three, four months behind on the mortgage. How do you get out of that when you have no savings? And so, again, we're not downplaying the virus. But what we're saying is we're now creating something. You know, the, the old story, I don't remember it, what it was, but they had a problem with something, and they brought in mice or little bugs. And then the mice got out of control. And then they had a problem with mice, so they had to bring in cats. But then the cats got out of control. And then they had a problem with cats. And you, you see how it is? You've got to get something else to eat the new problem that you created with the Pyrrhic victory. And so uh, in this article, there was a tweet uh, from someone that said, it's normal to have suicidal thoughts when the world is a scary and uncertain place, like it is right now. This isolation, even lockdowns, can make us feel trapped, which can trigger suicidal thoughts like a sort of flight response. Try not to judge yourself for having them. And that's where I want to focus the rest of my time on today. We want to have peace. We have peace. If you look at the word disease, it's dis-ease. Break it down, dis-ease. And that's what happens when there's dis-ease in the body. Uh, we get sick. Uh, and if you know anything about the uh, infection diagram, you know, if zero was dead on a healthy scale and 100 was perfectly healthy, I've read that we don't start seeing symptoms till 60%. Till 60%. Uh, meaning there's already dis-ease in the body. But as it starts manifesting and growing and taking hold, after a while, that dis-ease becomes disease. And so we want to be careful of that thing. And the opposite of that would be peace. The legal definition of peace is a state of tranquility or quiet as a state of security or order within a community provided for by law or custom speaking, uh, keeping or custom keeping the peace. That was from uh, Merriam-Webster. FreeDictionary.com says the absence of war or other hostilities, an agreement or treaty to end hostilities, uh, freedom from quarrels and disagreement, harmonious relationships. See, right now there's a lot of people attacking each other in homes. We're stuck together, and then all this stuff we've been not dealing with, all this anger, all this bitterness, all this stuff that politicians are feeding us so that you will vote for Bernie, so that you will hate Trump, so you'll vote for a dead man walking, I'm sorry, Biden, right? Right? I mean, it's silly, all out of hatred. And the entire political process, CNN, MSNBC, I was watching Joe Scarborough. It was on a news clip. I wouldn't watch MSNBC. But talk about how uh, Trump is okay euthanizing all our vets, killing all old people, because he wants uh, to America to go back to work at Easter. Who does he think is wants to kill all these people? Wow. And how many of you listen to that stuff over and over and get agitated and start believing that stuff? Wow. Beware of the wiles of the enemy, the Bible says. Beware of the wiles of the enemy. If you don't know what wiles means, just remember the Roadrunner show. What was the coyote's name? Wild E. Coyote. Boy, some of you being played, player. That's why I do this show. It's inspirational, educational, applicational. And by educational, I do not mean the learning of facts, but the training of the mind to think. And so, uh, Free Dictionary says the absence of hostilities, freedom from quarrels and disagreement. That's what we want. We want peace. That's why we want hope. Hope brings peace. Ronald Reagan said, peace is not absence of conflict, it is the ability to handle conflict by peaceful means. Nelson Mandela said, peace is not just the absence of conflict, peace is the creation of an environment where all can flourish regardless of race, color, creed, religion, gender, class, caste, or other social markers of difference. How about this one? Peace is not the absence of conflict but the presence of creative alternatives for responding to the conflicts, alternatives to passive or aggressive responses, alternatives to violence. That was by Dorothy Thompson. Mahatma Gandhi said peace is not the absence of conflict, but the ability to cope with it. And then he said each one has to find peace from within, and peace to be real must be unaffected by outside circumstances. Robert Fulgham said peace is not something you wish for, it's something you make, something you do, something you are, and something you give away. Martin Luther King Jr. said, Peace is not merely a distant goal that we seek, but a means by which we arrive at the goal. Buddha said, Peace comes from within. Do not seek it without. I remember I went to London, uh, and I wore a shirt. I was on a mission trip, and I wore a red a pullover. 
Uh, and if you don't know uh, about words, uh, let me give you a couple real quick uh, definition of words. Homonyms are words that sound alike but have different meanings. Homophones, homophones are a type of homonym that also sound alike and have different meanings but have different spellings. Now, homographs are words that are spelt the same but have different meanings. So, a homophone, again, is a type of homonym that also, they sound alike, but have different meanings and have different spellings. So, I would wear this shirt with these homophones on it. And here's what the homophone said. No Jesus, no peace. Then it would, below it said, no Jesus, no peace. So, K-N-O-W, Jesus, K-N-O-W, peace. And then below that says, N-O, Jesus, N-O, peace. The Bible's pretty clear, do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. Remember the Christmas story? For unto us a child is born, to us a Savior, a Son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulder, and he shall be called Mighty God, Wonderful Counsel, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net if you're getting burned in the market, listen up. The last couple of months have been alarming to thousands of portfolios. We know that many of you are getting pummeled with this current market volatility. Guess what? Today is the day that stops. We've created a cutting-edge interactive program that will help you improve your current financial situation. If you're looking to turn your days in the red into consistent months in the green, introducing the Trader on the Street Challenge. The Trader on the Street Challenge has been designed to help you achieve the profitability and consistency of a Wall Street professional. We know that consistency is one of the most crucial components to becoming a successful trader. And that's why we've carefully built the perfect way to incentivize struggling traders to improve their capabilities. So if you're tired of rolling with the punches and are willing to rise to the occasion of this unique new challenge, text STREET to 48542 to learn more. Text the word STREET to 48542. Text STREET to 48542 to get started today. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the, the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, bringing you an hour of power. Remember, today we're talking about cleaning up the environment, and what you put into your head matters. 
Because when you get lonely, when you get angry, when you get squeezed by life, uh, when this pressure of staying at home with little kids and with a husband that usually goes away or wife that usually goes away, but now they're there all the time and you're ready to, you know, to, uh, you know, load that gun with a single shot for yourself, not for anybody else, right? And I'm just being kidding. Please, I'm just playing. Uh, right? Uh, there's, a, there's a lot going on. And so we got to take care of our environment. And so put good stuff in. Spend an hour a day listening to this. Let me help you get control of your thinking, right? An hour of power every Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 noon Central Standard Time. And you go to likeitmattersradio.com. Likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this message. Just hit the hit, – there's a button there right in the middle that says listen now. Just hit that button. Uh, and then they'll pull up all the archived messages. You'll have hundreds of shows you can listen to. But get, block off an hour of power. Put some good stuff in. And so today I want to finish the show, uh, we're talking about cleaning up the environment, with a couple of stories to let you know how important you are. You can still help people. Even though you're isolated physically, you can still reach out by text, by email. Uh, there's lots of good things you can do. You can make a difference. You might save someone's life, which br- reminds me of a story I got from Chicken Soup from the Soul. It was actually submitted by the woman who did it. So her name is Halise Sparky Bridges, and this came from Chicken Soup for the Soul. And I'll just read it as I got it. She's actually telling it in her firsthand account. Uh, And it goes like this. A teacher in New York decided to honor each of her seniors in high school by telling them the difference that each made. Uh, Using a process developed by Halise Bridges of Del Mar, California, she called each student to the front of the class one at a time. First, she told them how the student made a difference to her and the entire class. Then she presented each one of them with a blue ribbon and printed with gold letters which read, Who I Am Makes a Difference. After the teacher decided to do a class project to see what kind of impact recognition would have on a community, she gave each of the students three more ribbons and instructed them to go out and spread this acknowledgement ceremony. Then they were to follow up on the results, see who honored whom, and report back to class in about a week. So one of the boys in the class went to a junior executive in a nearby company and honored him because he had helped him with his career planning. He gave him a blue ribbon and put it on his shirt. Then he gave him two extra ribbons and said, hey, we're doing a class project on recognition, and we'd like you to go out, find someone to honor, give them a blue ribbon, then give them the extra blue ribbon so they can acknowledge the third, third person to keep this acknowledgement ceremony going. And then he said, please, please, please report back to me and tell me what happened because we're doing some research. Later that day, that executive went to see his boss, who had been noted, by the way, as being kind of a, a grouchy fellow, you know. He sat his boss down. He told him they deeply admired him for being a creative genius. The boss seemed surprised. The executive asked him if he would accept the gift of the blue ribbon and would he uh, give him permission to put it on him. The boss, again, was really surprised, and he said, sure. So the executive took the blue ribbon, placed it right on his boss's jacket above his heart, and as he gave him the last extra ribbon, he said, would you do me a favor, please? Uh, this is to honor the little boy who, who gave me the ribbon. Would you take this extra ribbon and pass it on by honoring somebody else? The young boy who first gave me the ribbons is doing a project at school, and we want to keep this recognition ceremony going and find out how it affects people. That night, the boss came home to his 14-year-old son and sat him down. He said, the most incredible thing happened to me today. He said, I was in my office, and one of the junior executives came in and told me he admired me and gave me a blue ribbon for being a creative genius. Imagine, he thinks I'm a creative genius. Then he puts this blue ribbon that says who I am makes a difference on my jacket just above my heart. And after doing that, he gave me an extra ribbon and asked me to find someone else to honor. As I was driving home tonight, I started thinking about whom I would honor with this ribbon. And son, I thought about you. I want to honor you, my son. The son was confused and think, you know, basically, why? I mean, why would you honor me? And here's what he said. Quote, my days are hectic. And when I come home, I don't normally pay enough attention to you. And you deserve that. Sometimes I scream at you for not getting good enough grades in school and for your bedroom being a mess. And again, you don't deserve that. I just want the best for you. And so somehow tonight, when I got this, I just kept thinking about you. And so I just wanted to sit here and, well, just let you know that I love you. And, son, when you came to this world, it was one of the happiest days of my life. 
And I want you to know that you do make a difference to me. Whether you see it or not or know it or not, I want you to know you make a difference. He said, besides your mother, you were the most important person in my life. You're a great kid. I'm honored to be your dad. I love you. The startled boy started to sob, crying out loud, sob and sob and sob. He couldn't stop crying. His whole body shook. He looked up at his father and said through his tears, I was planning on committing suicide tomorrow, Dad, because I didn't think you loved me. Now I don't need to. I hate to be serious right now, but I'm going to be. And you could be one of those people who are struggling, who wonders how you're going to get through this mess. How are you going to overcome? And if not you, then there's a lot of other people out there. Use this time of self-quarantine. Use this time of sheltering in place to do it like it matters. Reach out to people. Send an encouraging word. Uh, Trevor Hoff, I'm going to shout out to one of our listeners in, in Minneapolis. He posted something on Facebook. I don't do Facebook, but my wife shared it with me. About, out of the blue about how I've impacted his life. And the, it just touched my heart. Are you a duck or an eagle? Harvey McKay tells a wonderful story about a cab driver that proved this point. He was waiting in line for a ride at the airport. When a cab pulled up, the first thing Harvey noticed was that the taxi was polished to a bright shine, smartly dressed in a white hat, black tie, and freshly pressed black shorts. The cab driver jumped out and rounded the car to open the back passenger door for Harvey. He handed my friend a laminated card and said, I'm Wally, your driver. While I'm loading your bags in the trunk, I'd like you to uh, read my mission statement. Taken aback, Harvey read the card. It said Wally's mission statement. To get my customers to their destination in the quickest, safest, and cheapest way possible in a friendly environment. This blew Harvey away, especially when he noticed that the inside of the cab matched the outside, spotlessly clean. As he slid behind the wheel, Wally said, would you like a cup of coffee? I have a thermos of regular and one of decaf. My friend said jokingly, no, I'd prefer a soft drink. Wally smiled and said, no problem. I have a cooler up front with regular and Diet Coke, water, and orange juice. Almost stuttering, Harvey said, I'll take a Diet Coke. Handing him his drink, Wally said, if you'd like something to read, I have the Wall Street Journal, Times, Sports Illustrated, and USA Today. As they were pulling away, Wally handed my friend another laminated card. There, there are stations I get and the music they play if you'd like to listen to the radio. And as if that weren't enough, Wally told Harvey that he had the air conditioning on and asked if the temperature was comfortable for him. Then he advised Harvey of the best route to his destination for that time of day. He also let him know that he'd be happy to chat and tell him about some of the sights, or, if Harvey preferred, to leave him with his own thoughts. Tell me, Wally, my amazed friend asked the driver, have you always served customers like this? Wally smiled in the rearview mirror. No, sir. Nope, not always. In fact, it's only been the last two years. My first five years driving, I spent most of my time complaining like all the rest of the cabbies do. Then I heard the personal growth guru, Wayne Dyer, on the radio one day. He had just written a book called You'll See It When You Believe It. Dyer said that if you get up in the morning expecting to have a bad day, you'll rarely disappoint yourself. He said, stop complaining. Differentiate yourself from your competition. Don't be a duck. Be an eagle. Ducks quack and complain. Eagles soar above the crowd. That hit me right between the eyes, said Wally. Dyer was really talking about me. I was always quacking and complaining, so I decided to change my attitude and become an eagle. I looked around all the other cabs and their drivers. The cabs were dirty, the drivers were unfriendly, and the customers were unhappy. So I decided to make some changes. I put in a few at a time. When the customers responded well, I did more. I take it that has paid off for you, Harvey said. It sure has, Wally replied. My first year as an eagle, I doubled my income from the previous year. This year, I'll probably quadruple it. You are lucky to get me today. I don't sit at cab stands anymore. My customers call me for appointments on my cell phone or leave a message on my answer machine. Wally was phenomenal. He was running a limo service out of a yellow cab. See, Wally the cab driver made a different choice, ladies and gentlemen. He decided to stop quacking like a duck and start soaring like eagles. And how about us? I know we can't go outside, but that doesn't mean we can't make a difference. 
There are people out there struggling. There are people out there lonely. There are people out there helpless and hopeless. There are people out there wondering how they're going to overcome this financial crisis. How are they going to pay for the home? And you might not be able to pay it for them. You might be able to touch them physically. But you can touch them with a kind word. Make sure you clean up your environment. Be careful what you allow in your head and reach out to people. That's how you separate yourself. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. My friends, Dennis Prager here, and they're at it again. The left is doing their best to silence ideas they don't like. On the college campus, in social media, and at your place of work, if you dare think for yourself and say what you believe, the left will try to shut you down. I've experienced this, and you, your children, and your grandchildren will or already have. My friends, it is time to fight back and defend our values, and that is why I made the film No Safe Spaces. Hollywood doesn't want you to see this film, which is why, Believe it or not, this is really amazing. You won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back against the attack on free speech and protect our American values. In any event, it's just a great film. See No Safe Spaces starring Adam Carolla and me at nosafespaces.com.